Hello, McWarrior fans! This is Duncan Fisher. Today is the dawn of an exciting new league, a trial by fire, a proverbial bloodbath of lasers and autocannons, the likes of which you have never seen. Born from the twisted mind of the Dragon's own Hohiro Kurita, this new league will pit the finest MechWarrior units throughout the Inner Sphere against each other via intense skirmish-based combat. If you thought 1 vs. 1s and 2 vs. 2s was hardcore, well, just wait, because the Martial Olympiad is reborn. Hey Mac fans, it's Cozened Indigo here and it is the 15th of March here in New Zealand and we are in the second week of the Martial Olympiad Reborn, the first tournament being brought to you by the new player-run competitive league MWO Comp. So the tournament's been running for over a week now and we've seen almost all the teams play uh, across 14 games. Now there are a couple of teams left that are yet to play their first games but uh, they will be hitting the battlefield fairly shortly uh, in this round. Now just a reminder, we do have 32 teams in action in the tournament. There is a crossover game between NA Div A and NA Div B, which means you'll see those two dummy teams uh, when you do look at tournament on the website. Right, let's talk round one and let's talk about the results. Uh, we had Aces Wild Black Aces uh, defeat the 79th Raptor. In NA Div D, they won 5-0, so that one was a little bit of a stomp. Uh, we then had uh, Cameron's Highlanders Claymores beat Aces Wild in a 3-2 match. Now that one was streamed. Uh, that was NA Div C. The 31st Hussar uh, and Majestic 12 went at it, and uh, that was a fairly convincing win for Majestic. Uh, Clan Widowmaker and Friends played I Hate My Team. Uh, that was another close one in EU Div B. And I hate my team took that one three drops to two. White Knight Legion defeated the answer in an NA Div B battle. Uh, that was 5 0 to White Knight Legion, who looked pretty impressive in that game. 2 to 8 Death from Above went down to the Potato Killers in another NA Div B game. Uh, Potato Killers taking that one four drops to one. Uh, there was then the mighty battle between EMP and 2 to 8 Black Watch. And uh, whilst there was seven rounds played, uh, that ended up being a 4-1 win to EMP, uh, who played very, very well. Another Battle of the Titans, JGX played uh, Phoenix Legion in EU Div A, and JGX did look pretty impressive as well. They took that one 5-0, so uh, off to a good start there. Uh, Cameron's Highlanders, Sons of Thunder played 2-8-8, Death From Above. Jeez, I always get that wrong. Come on, guys. Uh, in an NA Div D game, and uh, yeah, Death From Below did pretty well. They uh, they took that one 5-0, so a good start to them. Uh, Smoke Adders played uh, MS Crab People in a uh, NA Div B game. A couple of very closely matched teams, and MS Crab People came out on top there. Uh, three drops to two. Uh, the... Uh, DS 39th Cluster uh, played SA 505th, again another close game amongst closely seeded teams uh, in NA Div D, and uh, 505th took that one 3-2 as well. The uh, all-star team Black Omen then took on my unit uh, Clan Crossfire in the first of the crossover games, and they did give us a bit of a bum smacking unfortunately, 5-0. 
Uh, they played very, very well, and uh, we did struggle to keep up with uh, just how good some of those pilots were. Uh, Eon played Russian Jade Falcon, and uh, Eon looked very, very good. Uh, that was a 5 0 win to Eon there. So uh, they are certainly continuing the form that we saw in the World Champs. Uh, and then we had Furia and Russian Jade Falcon Irie in the EU Div B battle, and uh, Irie took that one four drops to one. So 14 games there, and uh, we did have a mix of uh, close matches and uh, some some pretty convincing wins, uh, and there's been a few teams in there that have uh, really uh, signaled that they'll be a force to be reckoned with in the tournament. Very, very hard to look past Eon. They are certainly looking as though they have lost nothing, uh, even though they've had some changes to their roster from uh, World Champs. Now let's look at some uh, key takeaways from round one. Uh, there was 227 different mech variants used across the round, uh, with the five most common variants being seen, uh, the Hunchback 2CA, the Madcat B, the Vulcan 5T, uh, the Piranha 1 and the Wolfhound 2. Now between those five mech chassis, uh, they accounted for a third of all the mechs that were used across all the drops, so pretty popular. In fact, of that 227, there was just 20 variants that accounted for more than three quarters of all the mechs that were used. So I guess that's a sign that a lot of teams are on the same page for the types of mechs and variants they are running. Uh, it will be interesting to see whether that changes at all uh, as we move forward. Now, uh, one of the top mechs that were in that uh, most 20 used variants was the Quickdraw IV-4. So that was used uh, 23 times across round one. So for me personally, uh, that's one of my favorite mechs. So it was really, really good to see it being played. Uh, and I think it confirms that it was a good call by the tournament organizers to uh, include heroes uh, in the Martial Olympiad Reborn. Now, those builds will have been influenced uh, by the maps in round one. So that was Canyon and Mining as the compulsory maps. And in the map ban phase uh, of the five, we actually only saw Alpine, Rubelite and River. Uh, and... You know, that will, of course, be in part because of the uh, strats that teams wanted to employ uh, and therefore, you know, using the maps um, that suit the strats that they, they think they can execute. From what we did see around builds, uh, Brawl does still seem to be a part of comp. Uh, we did see a large number of SRM assassins, linebackers uh, and a few Arctic wolves. Uh, long range energy and DACA, of course, which is the mainstay of a lot of comp, uh, was there. Uh, and we talked about the prevalence of the Hunchback 2CA, Madcats with the Dakar, uh, Battlemasters and Annihilators, and uh, Nightjears as well, running uh, AC2s and, and uh, long-range Dakar. And, of course, we did see a lot of uh, light and fast-medium play, which, of course, seems to be crucial uh, to comp. There was a, a huge number of Piranhas, Wolfhounds, Vulcans, and Mist Links. Generally, I think we've seen we've seen two main strats thus far, and uh, that's probably in part because of the maps. Uh, but range and control does seem to be uh, a mainstay of comp, and, and we are seeing that early, uh, as does fast brawl. So uh, with mining uh, in there as that second map in round one, uh, we did see a few teams run those fast brawl strategies um, combined maybe with a, a couple of mechs providing some of that range and control. Uh, and of course, we are seeing always uh, some fast lights, some fast movers in there for both scouting, of course, uh, and for capping. Now, there has also been some uh, amazing pilot ship across the first round. 
and the top pilots so far are uh, Giggity Giggity Goo from 228 Death From Above. Now, uh, Giggity played two matches, uh, but did manage to average 422 match score and 576 damage in the NA Div B game played, so so pretty awesome there. Uh, Therax from Smokehead's 505th played three rounds uh, in his NA Div D game uh, and averaged 406 match score and 604 damage across those drops. So that's pretty fantastic. Uh, no surprise that Chimera uh, from EMP is up there. Uh, so in the game against 228, he's averaged a 403 match score and 608 damage across the five rounds. Uh, and that included 10 kills. So averaging that level of damage at that level of play is pretty amazing. Uh, certainly some unreal skill. Uh, now faction play streamer Yondu Udonta uh, also showed his kind of comp creds with a pretty outstanding performance for Potato Killers in the NA Div B game they played against Death From Above. Uh, he averaged 399 match score and 615 damage per drop in the five rounds, uh, the five drops that he played. And he also got 11 kills, so not a bad start to the tournament. Uh, but my pilot of the round has to go to Texan Scrublord now. Um, Texan Scrublord is actually playing in two teams. So he played two games and 10 rounds. Uh, he's averaged 377 match score across those 10 drops uh, and 594 damage, including 17 kills. That's 1.7 kills per round that he's playing. So that is an absolutely fantastic performance. So some, some fantastic pilots around. Uh, and again, round one has thrown up some fantastic performances as well. Right, we've uh, talked about the results, so let's look at the standings after one round. And of course, remember that some of the games for round one are yet to be played. Now, uh, let's start with EU Div A and uh, First Jag Guards and Eon are up the top there in this uh, in this four-team division. Uh, they both had healthy wins. Uh, Phoenix Legion PHL and Russian Jade Falcon uh, bringing up third and fourth there. As mentioned, uh, Eon are looking a hot favourite there, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how that one progresses. Let's go to EU Div B, and uh, leading the way there is Majestic 12. As we said, they are uh, certainly looking like the strength in that division. Uh, RGF Irie uh, coming in in second. I hate my team. Uh, all of those teams having wins in the first round. Uh, Clan Widowmaker and Friends in fourth. Furia in fifth. And 31st Hussar Regiment in sixth. Uh, let's go now to NA Div A. And uh, Black Omen off to a good start here. Uh, as mentioned, they had the crossover match with Clan Crossfire uh, and had a, a pretty convincing 5 0 win there. Uh, EMP in second with their 4 1 win over 2 2 8, who are in third. So that's just a, a three team division there. And uh, yeah, the game between Black Omen and EMP is really going to be pivotal for how that division looks. Uh, we go into NA Div B, seven teams in this division. And uh, White Knight Legion are the front runners to begin with. They had a very good one first up. Uh, Potato Killers in second. MS Crad People in third. Uh, obviously, all those team, all those teams having wins. Uh, Smoke Adders uh, in two to eighth. Death from above in fifth and sixth. The answer in seventh. And my team Clan Crossfire in eighth. Uh, as mentioned, we had the team against the Div A Black Omen. So yeah, we'll. Uh, 
we'll have our first match against a another Div B team in a couple of days' time. So from NA Div B, we're down to NA Div C, and uh, currently we have Cameron's Highlanders Claymore topping that division uh, with their win over Aces Wild, who uh, sit in second. The other four teams actually are yet to play, uh, so Dropship for Bears Brawlers, uh, Diamond Shark, and Blackthorn Dragoons. So uh, we'll have a bit clearer understanding of how that is going. Uh, after round two in that division uh, and to the last division Div D in North America. It's a two two horse race at the moment with uh, Death From Below and Aces Wild Black Aces equal on points and both with uh, healthy wins in first round. Smoke at his 505th who also had a win are in third. Uh, Diamond Shark uh, 39th Strike Cluster in fourth. 79th Raptor Talon Cluster in fifth and Cameron Highlanders Sons of Thunder in sixth in that division. So those are your standings. Uh, some very clear front runners from our first round. Uh, it will be interesting to see uh, whether round two confirms what we have seen thus far. Right, so there hasn't been any games played in round two as at the time of this recording. So for our featured match, uh, we're going to go to one of the last games played in round one between world champs Eon Tatos and Russian Jade Falcon. Now, if you watched this game uh, and you were able to hear what was happening over the thumping sound of System Belmont's keystrokes and desk banging, uh, you did get a chance to see just how good a unit Eon are uh, and the way that they can bring in top pilots like Denny Walker, JZ and Loom God uh, and be just as effective against another very high quality team like Russian Jade Falcon. So drop one was Kenya Network, and Eon did take this one pretty convincingly, 8-0. Uh, Eon brought a loom deck, and uh, they pretty much just ignored the caps and moved their loom mechs into protected positions uh, down in the canyons, uh, and they had two commandos just run around to spot, so that was Buya and Denier Walker uh, running around in those commandos. Now the way that they moved and rotated to help protect themselves and each other was pretty amazing, and it really let the commandos just get in there and engage RJF uh, because their mechs uh, were just getting rained on uh, by five or six different mechs at any one time. Uh, RJF were good enough to really hurt some of Eon's mechs, but this was an ambush. I mean, right off the get-go, this was an ambush with an LRM deck, uh, and you know we are talking about six assaults that Eon ran all with looms, so it was uh, pretty devastating. Uh, you know, they had three Fafnirs, they had ECM uh, with the Fafnirs and uh, a Blood Asp, and um, yeah, it was it was pretty out there, it was pretty good. JZ and Colonel O'Neill both did over a thousand damage in a comp game. Now that was uh, 2,263 damage between them, but they only got one kill, so yeah, it, it kind of goes to show uh, how a, a loom deck will work, but uh, yeah, pretty impressive. And uh, I think that uh, took RJF by surprise. So we're going to drop two, and this was the first drop uh, on Mining Collective. Now, after Denny Walker disconnected and uh, had to rejoin, uh, this game did play out a little bit more typically, uh, with both teams bringing uh, more of a, a range control mix with some fast movers and some fast brawl. Uh, RJF did lose a Mist Links relatively early. Um, the Mistlinks got a little bit out of position, was jumped on, and that led to Eon stripping the Mistlinks uh, and just using that momentum and uh, pushing forward 
uh, into the silos in, in Charlie 5 on Mining Collective. It almost went bad when uh, Jay-Z did team kill Colonel O'Neill. Um, but yeah, there was a few separate battles there. And in the end, I think uh, Eon took that one a little bit easier. They had the Brawlier mechs. RGF had gone for more uh, energy builds, uh, whereas Eon did have some Brawly mechs there with Piranhas uh, and uh, SRM Assassin. And when it did come down to a brawl, uh, that meant that they were, were able to, to get the win there. So Eon did take this one 8-3, uh, to three, uh, again, with one of those kills uh, <laughs> being a team kill uh, by Eon. We ran that back uh, on mining, and uh, Eon won this one again 8-1. Uh, uh, Eon brought a little bit more of a, a pure range and control deck here with uh, a deck and night gear that was Lizzie in that one, covering the circle uh, while both teams kind of held off and, and jockeyed a little bit for position. Uh, the key moment happened uh, when a bit of a skirmish broke out on the other side of the circle away from the main bodies with a few of Eon's lights and some of uh, RJF's fast movers, uh, including uh, a linebacker. And Obviously, RJF thought that that was a good time to push with their main body. Uh, they did push again uh, into the silos in Charlie 5 on Mining Collective, but Eon just responded so quickly. They broke off from the engagement on that other side. Their lights came back whilst uh, Lizzie basically covered their movement with the deck and Knight Gear firing across onto RJF's fast movers. And Eon took down and won the, the brawl. Uh, from the RJF's push uh, and whilst RJF did take down Lizzie in the night year um, Eon were really able to clean up from there and it was really I guess a demonstration of uh, Eon's teamwork and the way that they can just see what's in front of them respond and react and, and you know it's uh, so hard to beat a team of such highly skilled pilots uh, when they're working in a team in the way that they did so the game was won after those three drops uh, and in the map band phase we moved to River City. But uh, drop four was undoubtedly the best drop of this match. Uh, as often happens with River City, the early engagements happened in contesting Theta uh, and one team trying to nab Kappa down that side. RGF took the initial Overwatch position uh, in Spaceport to, to cover Theta and that did allow their assassin to take that uh, because of course Eon took a little bit longer to get to the upper city to provide that uh, overwatch to their lights. So RGF had that early three cap but uh, Eon did push uh, a couple of lights to Kappa and they got Kappa but that turned into a light fight there and uh, Eon's Vulcan and Wolfhound did go down uh, in that life light fight including um, RGF's Assassin but uh, for this one, RGF did get caught out a little bit. Um, they had moved their Annihilators towards Kappa as that light fight was going on. And Eon were able to kind of rotate out of the upper city with most of their tonnage, uh, push forward uh, and cap both Gamma and Theta. And so whilst a battle ensued and it was really, really uh, fiercely contested, Eon had a four cap for just so long that when it came down to the battle being resolved and that ended up with uh, Eon having a dragon and RGF having an annihilator the game was pretty much gone there and um, Eon did win this one on caps uh, 750 to 260 so you can see just how far behind RJF were so in 
carrying out that battle. Uh, unfortunately, the caps just kept ticking away and uh, RJF weren't able to uh, wrest that advantage away. So it was well played by Eon uh, to, to push at the right time and make sure that they secured the caps. Uh, going into drop five, the last drop, uh, River City again, and Eon did win this one, 8-3, a little bit more convincingly. This time around, Eon uh, got Theta early. They moved in, and they had a, a three-cap very early, kind of within the first minute. Uh, RJF had dropped quite heavy into Alpha and Bravo, and they pushed up the G-line, uh, kind of like you normally would in a pug game, basically, towards the Citadel. Uh, and they, they almost looked like they were going to begin uh, NASCAR, but they got into a murder ball, they pushed around the Citadel whilst Eon were up in Spaceport. Uh, but Eon were able to respond, their fast movers back-capped Epsi and even Gamma, and they ended up with a five-cap uh, within a very short amount of time. So RJF in their murder ball tried to push into Eon, and they had some success, but they were basically pushing through the water into a firing line whilst the two Eon lights were almost in their back harassing uh, and in the end, Eon were uh, able to win the brawl that ensued uh, and take that drop uh, eight to three and to secure the uh, clean sweep. But it was a good game. Again, it did demonstrate just the ability of Eon uh, and how good they are as a team, uh, the ability to react on the fly or even to execute a strategy. But uh, they are favorites in this tournament for a reason and they are world champs for a reason. And uh, they certainly don't seem to have lost too much uh, with the additions of Denny Walker, uh, JZ, and Loom God. So, yeah, looking very, very strong. All right, so let's talk more about round two and the matches that we have scheduled. Now, just a reminder that in round two, uh, we will see Solaris City as the first map and then Polar Highlands for uh, rounds two and three. Now, just remember, uh, there are no lock-on weapons for rounds two and three, those lighter drops. So that will be very interesting to see what kind of tactics the teams bring uh, to Polar Highlands. And, of course, in the map ban round, we will see choices of Alpine Peaks, River City, Rubelite Oasis, Terra Firma, and Viridian Bog. Uh, in round one, we only saw Alpine, River, and Rubelite. So it'll be interesting to see whether any of those other maps are utilized or not. <clears throat> so the matches in round two include uh, 2 to 8 Black Watch, the sixth seed, uh, going up against the Potato Killers. Now that is a crossover match. That is a D NA Div A team versus an NA Div B team, just because of the odd number of teams in each of those divisions. This is the sixth ranked uh, overall team versus the eighth, even though they're in different divisions. So this should actually be a really good game. Potatoculars showed that they are no punks with a really, really good win in the first round. And of course, Blackwatch did play EMP. And those were good matches, but uh, it will be very interesting to see how they back up against this uh, Division B team. Uh, we have Bears Brawlers, uh, who are the 17th ranked team overall and are yet to play, come up against uh, Clan Diamond Shark Command Cluster, uh, who are 16th ranked overall. But this should be a cl very close in a Div C game, uh, Bears Brawlers are yet to play, so there might be a bit of rust to knock off there, but uh, that one will be interesting. Uh, 2 to 8 Death from Above uh, play the answer in an NA Div B match. Now, both teams are coming off a loss in the first round, and I do know that DFA were pretty disappointed uh, in their performance, so they'll be looking to bounce back. Uh, DFA are ranked 9 overall uh, against the answer, who are ranked uh, 19th or last in that division, so 
we would expect DFA to be the runaway favourites on that one. But who knows? Uh, who knows? The uh, gap there, I don't think, is as big as the seeding would tell us. Uh, we move into an EU Div B game. Uh, Clan Widowmaker and Friends uh, play Majestic 12. Now, uh, Majestic 12 are looking very, very strong. I talked about uh, how good Texan Scrub Lord was in that first round. Expect that to continue. Uh, Majestic 12 are 12th ranked overall against uh, Clan Widowmaker and Friends, who are 21st. So, uh, And Clan Widowmaker did go down in their first uh, round game. So I would expect Majestic 12 are going to take that one without too much problems. Another EU Div B game between 31st Hussar and Furia. Now they're pretty close seeding wise. Uh, Hussar are ranked 20th overall, Furia 23rd. Uh, and both teams are coming off a loss in that first round. Uh, but I think Hussar will be looking to bounce back. So we go to an NA Div D game between uh, 505th and 79th Raptor. Now 505th did have a good win in round one. So they'll be looking to kind of continue that momentum. And 79th Raptor did go down. Uh, they are seeded higher than 505th, so this one should be uh, a hell of a match, I think, as 79th Raptor do look to bounce back and uh, get on the board. We have a Battle of the Titans uh, in an NA Div A game, Black Omen and EMP. Now, both of them were winners last week. Both of them were convincing winners. Black Omen did come up against the Mighty Clan Crossfire in the crossover game, but uh, they won pretty easily. Uh, and EMP looked mightily impressive against 228. Uh, but it will be a question, I think, of who can work better as a team. Uh, obviously, fantastic pilots across uh, these drops, but uh, it will come down to who works better as a team, I think, to decide that one. Hard to go past EMP. Uh, I think they've got the established creds there, but uh, that should be one hell of a game. Uh, we go to another Titanic battle, uh, this one in EU Divay. Uh, Eon this time against Phoenix Legion. That is the first ranked side against the fifth ranked side. And oh, Eon are looking unstoppable. I think uh, PHL are going to be up against it there. Really, really hard to look past Eon and um, just how smooth and competent they are looking. Uh, they might be uh, taking first place in that division at a canter, I think. An NA Div B game uh, between Smoke Adders, the 13th ranked overall. Uh, against White Knight Legion, who had a good win in the first round. Uh, White Knight Legion are ranked 10th overall, and Smoke is 13th. So two very good teams, and the question will be whether White Knight Legion can back up that excellent performance in round one. Uh, but SA are a good team, so they will be very, very competitive there, and uh, it will be interesting to see uh, how that one goes. We have an EU Div B game then. I Hate My Team, who had a good win in round one, versus RJF Irie, who also had a good win. Uh, should be competitive. Irie are ranked higher. They're 14th overall compared to I Hate My Team. Uh, but I, I think that will be much, much closer than those seedings might tell us. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, Dropship 4 play uh, Blackthorn Dragoons in uh, both of those teams' first games of the championship. Uh, it will be uh, interesting to see how they go. They are starting a bit late and they will have had the benefit of seeing uh, the games that have already played. So they've got a chance, I guess, to uh, assess what kind of strats they've been seen. Uh, it's very likely that that will be a effectively a round one game. Um, so it will be the, the different maps than the other teams. Uh, Cameron's Highlanders, Sons of Thunder, playoff against uh, Aces Wild Black Aces. Now, uh, Sons of Thunder did go down in the first round and Black Aces had an excellent win. 
Uh, Black Aces are really looking like the strength in that div, so I think that they will do that one as at a canter. Uh, Sons of Thunder did go down pretty hard, and uh, I think Black Aces will get close to a 5-0 stomp in that one. Another EU Div A game, uh, Russian Jade Falcon up against first Jaguar Guards. Now, JGX did look pretty strong uh, as they took apart um, Phoenix Legion, and RJF had the unenviable task of uh, taking Eon on first up. Uh, which no one really wants to do, but they'll bounce back, and this will be a very, very good game. Um, first Jag guards are actually ranked less at seventh overall compared to RJF at fourth. So, you know, both of these teams, of course, uh, have played each other quite a bit and are very good. So uh, that should uh, that should be a good game. Uh, that we then go into Clan Crossfire against MS Crab people. Uh, this is a an NA Div B battle. MS did look pretty good in their first game. Uh, taking that 3-2 and Clan Crossfire, we had the misfortune of having the crossover game first up. Uh, so we did come up against uh, Black Omen and uh, did get our bum smacked a little bit. But uh, we will rebound and we'll be well prepared for that game on Sunday and uh, look forward to locking horns or pincers as it uh, case may be with uh, MS Crab people. And we then have Blackthorn Dragoons playing uh, again over the weekend for their second round game. And uh, going up against uh, Clan Diamond Shark Command Cluster in that NA Div C game. Uh, so that will be an interesting one as well. Uh, it will be interesting to see whether the uh, games so close together uh, help Blackthorn Dragoons. DZAG should be the favourite for, um, for that match. They are looking pretty strong and uh, I think that they will take that one pretty easily. So that's the games that we have got uh, scheduled. Uh, do catch as many of those uh, via the Twitch streams as you can, uh, look for Reddit, follow the MWO Discord uh, and you'll be able to see which ones are being streamed so that you can follow your favourite team. Alright, that's the update guys, enough from me, I'll catch you guys next week. Shutdown sequence initiated.